Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of NAMIC's Insurance Uncovered. This podcast is sponsored by New England Asset Management. I'm your host, Kathy Imus, and today we're uncovering NAMIC's 127th Annual Convention. On the main stage, NAIC officers discuss insurance trends, regulatory challenges, and barriers to competitive markets. Plus, the all-new Economy Power Session. Brian Bolio forecasts business strategies to help mutuals address the changing economic landscape. And meet NAMIC's new chair, Jake Black. I couldn't be more honored to serve as your chair for the coming year. The CFM president and CEO shares his thoughts on the importance of embracing change through innovation. Four officers of the National Association of Insurance Commissioners helped kick off NAMIC's annual convention in Dallas, Texas this week. The group was part of a panel discussing the organization's ongoing efforts to tackle some of the biggest issues impacting the property casualty insurance industry. As NAMIC's Lauren Anderson tells us, the NAIC reaffirmed a mutual commitment with the industry to support and protect the state-based system of insurance. The insurance industry has a long history of protecting the privacy interests of its consumers. During NAMIC's annual convention, the NAIC officers shared how working with the industry on this issue going forward will be critical to protect the state-based system of insurance regulation. The NAIC H Committee on Innovation, Cybersecurity, and Technology is developing a white paper about consumer data use and ownership rights to be released in December. NAIC Secretary and Treasurer John Gottfried says the information in the paper will allow regulators to create a plan to better protect consumer data. What works in Colorado may not work in North Dakota, and we've got to, we've got to recognize that, and we can learn from what's going on in other states. So I, I think that's, it's really important to, to have that mindset as we enter into these discussions that, number one, this is to me is a critical threat to our state-based system. Congress is debating whether to create a national privacy standard, but without state law preemption, consumers could be vulnerable to inconsistent standards. NAMIC's Senior Vice President of State and Policy Affairs, Aaron Collins, says the conversation between Congress, regulators, and the industry will be important to feeding the discussion going forward. There's probably a tipping point conversation coming in the, in the next few years uh, where Congress is going to be poised to act. and. Our ability uh, working through NAMIC with our, our federal team uh, and our NEIC and policy engagement to really be able to talk about the importance of the state-based system and the commitment to our policyholders in a mutual space is going to be really key to that conversation. NAIC Vice President Andrew Mays says the association has a strong desire to work with the industry on these issues. We have the ability, we have the tools, we have the skill set to move together with you into the next generation of insurance technology of the insurance industry. Harford Mutual President and CEO Steve Linkus says he hopes individual insurance companies will lean into these conversations as well. I think it's great that the membership hears what's going on at the NAC from the NAIC themselves. I think it puts us in a position to then be better to react to it in a positive way, uh, not a defensive nature, but how can we get them better information? How can we show them how it's impacting us as small mutual companies all the way up to the big companies? For Insurance Uncovered, I'm Lauren Anderson. Convention attendees had 20 educational sessions to choose from at this year's event, and one hot topic in almost every room was about the future of work and how to attract new talent. Gamma Iota Sigma is the international fraternity for insurance and risk management students. 
The organization recently updated its annual recruiting survey to identify perspectives and priorities from the next generation of insurance professionals. Gamma Iota Sigma Executive Director Grace Grant says the survey revealed that what young professionals are looking for in a compensation package might surprise you. The top overwhelming top factor that students are looking at today is healthcare. So they really want to know that their their compensation package has a strong healthcare offering, uh, healthcare package, and and salary is far secondary to the compens- uh, to the healthcare. So that's something that I find surprising each year. It remains consistent that that's the top factor they're looking at when they look at the overall compensation package above that salary, PTO, and, and the other variables. Grant also pointed out a misconception that young people want a virtual working environment. While the number has gone down in recent years, the survey found 83% still prefer face-to-face engagement to connect with recruiters. And new to convention this year, the Economy Power Session. Chief Economist at ITR Economics, Brian Bolio, helped attendees understand the challenges and uncertainties facing the industry. His forecast and advice for insurers focused on how to respond to inflation as it's coming down, but he also noted inflation isn't going away. Bolio says inflation is a trend that will define the rest of our career, and it's one of the reasons insurers need to plan for the long term. Fiscal policy really refers to deficit spending. Labor shortages aren't going to go away. We're going to be spending more and more money for people. This is going to be a pervasive issue. So you really need to think about whether your reserves are structured for long-term inflation. We haven't had to do that in a very long time. And underwriting has to be conducted with this sort of sustained inflation in mind. Inflation is your nemesis, and you've got to build that into the equation. If you missed one of the convention presentations in person, virtual sessions are still available on demand through the end of the year on NAMIC.org. It's become a tradition at convention to debut NAMIC's annual mutual factor report. For five years, the association has partnered with Aon to publish a report on the mutual property casualty insurance industry to assess its market performance. And the 2022 report delivers a similar approach. The fifth annual report highlights industry performance metrics in addition to the impact of AM Best credit ratings and emerging issues. As part of its ongoing look at key industry stakeholders, the 2022 report also includes takeaways and observations from a series of in-depth interviews with leaders of the reinsurance industry, a critical partner of mutuals. To explore the 2022 mutual factor, head to NAMIC.org and be sure to tune in to the next episode of Insurance Uncovered for a deeper look at the report's findings. On the final day of convention, attendees welcomed NAMIC's new chair, CFM President and CEO Jake Black. On stage, he spoke to more than 1,600 attendees about the importance of embracing change, of finding opportunities through innovation, and of supporting our industry's mutual goals. On today's Unscripted, our Neil Aldrich sits down with Black following his inaugural presentation to discuss his message to NAMIC members about how he hopes to serve the insurance industry during his year as chair. Thanks so much for joining me today on our podcast, Jake, and let me be among the first to congratulate you on officially being named as NAMIC chair during our annual convention. Thank you, Neil. I'm excited to be here. Looking forward to the next year and, and what a great convention we've had so far. 
Indeed. So during your convention speech, you talked a lot about the importance of evolution and working together with other mutual companies to make a difference, make each other stronger. So explain to the listeners here kind of what your theme was and what your focus was there in your speech. Well, I think at any time through our history, evolution and change has been present and a thing. Uh, I think in these interesting times that we're in now with so many moving parts that we all can't control, from people and talent to climate to weather patterns to a hardening reinsurance market, uh, evolution needs to be at the forefront of everybody's mind and how that moves forward in the best interest of your company and the association industry as a whole. Yeah, indeed. We've heard a lot about that and throughout the whole convention, and it's a message, I think, that's resonating throughout the whole industry. So let's talk about CFM a little bit. Your company that you had, uh, it's a little bit of a unique creature in the membership. It has a traditional part of a, a smaller mutual company in Missouri, but there's a whole lot of it that isn't that anymore. So talk about CFM, the structure of it, and how it operates. Yeah, CFM, 153-year-old mutual, the oldest mutual in the state of Missouri, one of the largest uh, serving our policyholders just in that state. And through the evolution and, and growth of that company, we realized we needed to spread outside of our state lines at some point in time, looked at several models and, and found a model that allowed us to create a holding company that's that's owned by our policyholders to spread that risk into some other states through partnerships with other mutuals, uh, providing products maybe that they need to operate their day-to-day -day operations, keep their people and their teams strong. So we created that really applying the mutual philosophy to other mutual companies and how can we help stand each other up to be successful and, and viable into the future. So still a very new model that started in 2019, but it's one that's spreading a lot of interest and one that we're excited about and see a tremendous amount of value. in. Yeah, it really is an interesting model. And I, th I hope it becomes a model for other companies and other places to emulate. You've really been at the forefront of some of this change and kind of thinking outside the box about how a company might be structured. And long term, I think it's better uh, for the industry to have that kind of thought. So we're really looking forward to see how the company evolves over time. So let's talk a little bit about your year here as chair of NAMIC. Uh, it's, you're certainly no stranger to the association, but in particular, you know, what would you like to champion on behalf of the mutual industry? What do you see as your chair role here? Yeah, I, I, great question. I think there's a lot of things to choose from in that arena, right? And you, you pick the ones that you feel like you can get across the, the goal line in a year. But I really think from my perspective, one is some innovative technology that we can bring to our association as so many of our companies have brought to our day day to day just to make ourselves more efficient, more effective um, and viable into the future as an association, make life easier. Um, the other side would be from the association and companies is really pushing people to step back and, and take a look at the world, take a look at their markets, their company. How can they evolve? How can they change? The mutual industry has been around forever. We're here. We're not going anywhere. We all understand that. But we have to stay viable, we have to stay competitive, um, and we have to adapt and change and evolve, which has really been the theme, I think, of this convention and hopefully the next year of pushing ourselves to see how we have a very effective model that we can turn into even a more effective model going forward. So that's a tough conversation, but it's one that has to happen or or else you're going to be behind the stick, and that's not a good place to be. Yeah, indeed. And, and you and some others are really great examples of that, as I mentioned. I, I really hope the others in the membership, many of them have taken notice and are, are following suit. So it's really great in terms of the future for the mutual insurance industry. So, let's, I mean, the industry at the moment, there's 
challenges that we see. We've had a tough weather year again. The economic conditions are not particularly great at the moment. Kind of affects a lot of things that we that we that face the industry. So talk about that a little bit. What do you see as the biggest industry challenges at the moment? Yeah, great question. Midwestern company. Um, so obviously weather's at the forefront. Uh, put your politics in your pocket. Despite definitions, the weather's changing. It's more frequent. It's more severe. Um, it's happening. And then with the inflationary costs that have hit, things are more expensive. From people to do our day-to-day -day operations to uh, fixing homes and properties and settling claims that come come forth. So I think really the biggest challenge that we have as companies is staying out in front of these evolving changes and challenges, thinking ahead as far as how can we adapt, knowing that we can only control what we can control and, and spreading our risk in a way that makes sense and pricing effectively. I think, you know, getting out ahead, all policyholders understand that things are more expensive. The world has changed in that arena over the past few years. So the understanding of reasonable, effective changes in that area, I hope would be accepted, uh, but not to drag our feet on that. That makes us not be viable in the market. That makes the, the competitive nature of the mutuals and the longevity not present because you don't want to get ahead of the, or behind the ball on that. You want to stay ahead of it. It's an interesting time. I've talked to lots of member companies here at convention, and all of them, regardless of their location or their size, kind of have a similar story this year about the challenges the industry is facing. This industry is durable. This model has been around in some cases for centuries. Uh, we'll get through it. I'm confident of that. But we, there are some challenges, no doubt, that we have to face at the moment. But uh, I know we'll get through it. So your family has a long history in the mutual insurance industry. You're, uh, I joke a little bit about how we have these royal families at NAMIC, and you're one of them. Uh, there are several companies that have a long lineage of, of generations of people that have been working in this industry, and you're part of that umbrella for certain. But you didn't always think you might want to get in this business for certain. When you were younger, I think you had different interests altogether. So one of, the, one of the challenges we face in the industry is attracting people to it, talent acquisition, making it interesting to people. So from your perspective, if you were talking to somebody in college, and you know, how would you persuade them to join the insurance industry? Great question. Uh, great opportunity right now we have with that. You know, I think for me, it, it's, a, it, it's an industry that we've been around for generations in my family. We've respected uh, we see it as a sort of service to our friends and neighbors more so than a job. Um, and for me, it's almost even kind of grown into a commitment, mm -hmm. right? And what the future generations look like, I'm, I'm always encouraging my children to do new things, check things out. But hopefully one might find their way into this in the future. That's a long way down the road. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the attraction of talent and the understanding of the industry is real important. Uh, our company, like so many other companies from the from the Midwest and anywhere in the NAMIC Foundation are pushing kids to take a really strong look at insurance. And what that means is such a broad brush right now. Uh, we help sponsor a program at the University of Missouri that's a risk management certificate that's simply a bolt-on to any degree that they can get from the university. So you go to law school, you get actuarial science, you get political science, you get any of that, but come and learn about insurance in a couple semesters um, and hopefully get our hooks into those kids to say, okay, it's not just being an insurance agent. It's not being an adjuster. It's not being an executive or an actuary. There's a lot of stuff that we can do from marketing to pricing analytics, to 
you know, data science, just on and on mm -hmm. and on. And I think no one, I joke at home, no one wakes up in middle school when they ask you what you want to be when you grow up and says, I want to be an insurance person. Mm -hmm. Like that's not the top of the list with all the fun, fancy stuff. In my world now, it's a YouTuber, which I'm really not even sure how you make a living off that, but it's great. So it, it's us reinventing the image of that, that career path and understanding that it's really broad. And in our industry, that's also very stable. And it's a good place for new executive or new professionals coming out to say, hey, you know, I can, I can grow in this industry. It's gonna be here a hundred years from now. That's rare. So I think as a whole, our company's everything we can do to push that, not only from within our own families, but just the communities we live in and grow up in and work in to say insurance touches a lot of people in a very good way. Come be a part of the game, come be a part of the party, help us grow and be viable as we go forward and paint a different picture than the quiet, old, crusty industry because that's not who we are. Yeah, no doubt. And it's a great message. It's one that you're part of spreading. It's part of the message that we try to spread with the foundation here at NAMIC. And uh, you look around NAMIC meetings, you can tell some of it's kind of getting through. The, the rooms are being to look a little different than they used to look just a few years ago. Um, so that's something we're going to continue to focus on here. Well, listen, Jake, thanks for your time. I look forward to working with you as your role as chair of the NAMIC board. And uh, it's going to be a great year. Thank you. And that's all for this week's special convention episode of Insurance Uncovered. Special thank you to our sponsor, New England Asset Management. We'll be back again on October 5th with more insurance news and perspective, including a deeper look at NAMIC's newly released 2022 Mutual Factor Report. Until next time, I'm Kathy Imus. Have a great day.